welcome to another episode of D-List of the Podcast. I'm Michael Kay. I'm Allison. Allison, you know who we're going to talk about first, but um, I'm going to ask you who was your favorite IT supermodel of the 90s? You have you have a lot to choose from. There is a lot. It, there's like a half dozen, I guess. I think that my favorite was, um, it's like a tie between... Um, Christy Turlington and Naomi Campbell. Okay. I like Christy okay. Turlington because her nose looked like a drawing. Tristy, did you call her Tristy? Tristy Turlington. Turling- <laughs> Tristy Turlington and Kaomi Namble. Namble. Oh, I she she would hurt me if she heard me say that. But yeah. hopefully she's not listening. <laughs> no, but yeah, I'm pretty I, sure she's not, but yeah. Almost 100%. If she is. Yeah, she is up your insurance. Well, you no, you have universal health care, so you don't have to worry about that. But yeah. I'll get private insurance. Yeah. I'll get Blue Cross Blue Shield. Okay, who is your favorite? Naomi Campbell. Okay. Um, but my all time was who we're gonna talk about next, which is Linda Evangelista. I've always loved Linda Evangelista. Like, okay. She's just the most glamorous thing to me as a child. And I I don't remember how old I was, but I went to see that doc. You know that Isaac Mizrahi documentary, Unzipped? I do, yeah. And I've probably talked about this on the podcast. And if I have, just I'm your grandmother repeating stories. But there's this, I really fell in love with her because there's this scene in Unzipped. They're like backstage at the Isaac Mizrahi show. Linda, you know, all the big supermodels are walking it. And Linda's like going on to Isaac, like, how, why am I, why do you always put me in flats? Why do you always put me in flats? And there's Naomi McCampbell, and she calls her Naomi McCampbell, in high heels. Why do you always give me the flat shoes and you always give Naomi McCampbell the high heels? You You gave me slippers for my finale last season. To be to be fair, Linda Evangelista is from Canada, and a lot of our a lot of our last names start with Mick. So that no, might she, have just I don't been, know. I don't think she even sees Mick Campbell. I think she says Ma Campbell. Ma Campbell. <laughs> Naomi Ma Campbell. That's Tristy Turlington. Tristy Turlington and Naomi Ma Campbell. That's Naomi Campbell's alias when she's trying to get out of something. She's yeah. like, my name, it's Naomi McCampbell. Wink. And everybody falls for it, yeah. So Linda, she's been MIA from the fashion industry for a while. Mm-hmm. Like in 2017, Versace, uh, they did this fashion show where they brought out in the finale all these big supermodels of the 90s. Yeah. incredible. Cin- yeah, Cindy Crawford, Naomi Campbell, uh, Claudia, Claudia Schiffer, Schiffer, Helena Christensen, on and on and on. Um, but, but Linda, no Linda was not there. No, which was weird because she's one of the biggest of that moment, but she was not there. And the reason why is because Linda has been hiding out. She hasn't been seen for a while because she, in her words, she got disfigured from coal sculpting. And worse, we need to stress that these are her words, not ours, because... I would not personally use the term disfigured to describe her. Well, we don't we don't know because we haven't seen what exactly happened. But yeah, she says she was brutally disfigured. But 
what like what do you know about cool sculpting okay what i know what here's what i know about cool sculpting me a poor person who has never had any kind of elective surgery or not elective surgery actually now that i think about it um cool sculpting is a thing that you get at a place that does botox or at a place where you can get your hair done and cool sculpting is they like freeze your stomach so they i don't know if you like sit in a tank or they put on a belt and it no it's like a it's like an ultrasound thing you know like a wand thing okay yeah. So that's kind of what I was thinking it might be, but I thought that it was like a more invasive. So yeah, it's like a wand that has super cold. The wand is cold. Is that it like freezes your fat cells and then it causes them to shrink, which obviously that's what happens when you add cool air to science. Like cool makes, cool is skinny, right? Okay, Dr. Dr. Bill Nye, is that a, Yeah, Dr. Do- <laughs> Dr. Dr. Oh, Professor he, Bill Nye. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. I think he's got his okay. PhD. He's got his MD. No, he doesn't, because that's what a doctor. <laughs> he's got his PhD. <laughs> anyway, point is, I know that it like it freezes things up. Freezing makes things smaller, so it can kind of like make your stomach smaller. I would assume. I don't think the results are lasting. I know that much. I know that like you would get cool sculpting. Let's say before an event or before you're going to take a picture or something like that. Well, you. Okay, so yeah, it freezes your fat cells and then you basically mm-hmm. shit them out. And what? They can, yeah, you shit out your fat gradually. So they can do it like on your stomach, your thighs, your back, your upper arms, your lower ass area, below your chin, your jawline. And it's expensive. It's like $1,500 to $4,000 a session. And you need like one, usually on average, one to three sessions to get it done. Okay. Have you ever had cool sculpting done? No, I've never had cool sculpting, but I read all about it before we came okay. and did this podcast. Okay. <laughs> and, and the reviews are mixed. Like some right. say it worked for them. Others say it's a total scam into shit for them. And others say they actually got fatter, which is what Linda Evangelista claims. Mm-hmm. So Linda put on Instagram posts to explain why she hasn't been working while her peers like Cindy Crawford and Naomi Campbell are regularly working. Linda says she's become a recluse and barely leaves her house because she says, again, her words, she was brutally disfigured from getting cool sculpting and it has messed her up emotionally and physically. So I'm going to read just a little of what she wrote. Right. I have developed paradoxal adiprose hyperplasia or PA, a risk of which I was not made aware before I had the procedures. PA has not only destroyed my livelihood, it has sent me into a cycle of deep depression, profound sadness, and the lowest depths of self-loathing. In the process, I have become a recluse. With this lawsuit, I am moving forward to rid myself of my shame and going public with my story. I'm so tired of living this way. I would like to walk out of my door with my head held high, despite not looking like myself any longer. Yeah, because that's why she decided to come forward, right? Is because she was filing the lawsuit. And yes, that would be I mean, if she filed the lawsuit, somebody would eventually find it and be like, oh, Linda Evangelista is suing cool sculpting. So it was smart of her to kind of release a statement before she had to yeah and like she said she has pa so pa is apparently rare but it makes your fat cells grow larger instead of shrink 
So if you like, you can Google it and you'll see mostly pictures of stomachs and there's like big lumps of like... Like goiters. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. and like you said, Linda, she filed a lawsuit, a $50 million lawsuit against Zeltic, the company behind Cool Sculpting. Mm -hmm. So she claimed she was not told about Pa and that Cool Sculpting was safe. And she had seven treatments between huh? yeah tons between that august like 2015 <laughs> and february 2016 so she and she got the works okay she had it done on her stomach her flanks her inner thighs her back her bra area and chin <gasps> oh i would not put that near my face no that's yeah that would that's the danger zone well i mean like that's your money maker and obviously that's why she's suing them well, for her, like top to bottom is her moneymaker. And there's pictures of Linda from 2017 paparazzi pictures. Those mm-hmm. are the most recent I could find. Have you seen these paparazzi pictures? I have. So that's why I said off the top that I would not use the term disfigured because I've seen those pictures. Well, she's complete. Yeah, she looks gorgeous to me. She's completely covered. She's beautiful. You can see her face and everything. Like, oh, yeah. Like, that when looks I th- fine to me. But when I think of disfigured, I think of the Phantom of the Opera. And yes, to me, like you said, I'm going to echo exactly what you're saying. I'm yes anding you. I thought Linda Evangelista looked beautiful. She still had the face. She still had the body to me. The only thing to me that looked a little different was what if I had to describe her, I would say Linda Evangelista looks like a woman who has experienced the effects of aging. Well, and she looks bigger, but since the early odds, but we're all bigger since the early we're, all, we're all bigger. Everybody gains weight and loses weight. And your body is just a thing that carries your brain and your spirit. You know, what is a body really? <laughs> carries your brain and spirit. Well, but, it is. It's like, like what I'm trying to say is like, you can't put, you can't place value on like what you, I mean, obviously people who, when they make money off their body, like a model, it's like, they're going to place value on their body. But if I had to be, if this is like my motivational poster, I would say like, don't put any don't put value on your body because all it is doing is just helping you get around and it carries your brain around and you should love it no matter what it looks like. But you have to you have to see it from Linda because Linda I, I, came I from an do. industry where she it was all about her beauty, all right. about being youthful, all about being skinny and you I can't imagine the pressure of that like just to constantly be hit with you know, you have to be skinny. You have to be gorgeous. You have to be what society deems as a model. Oh, for and sure. So for sure. Now this has happened to her. And so I totally believe she's like emotionally scarred from it because yeah. that's been her whole life. Oh, yeah. I li- I'm in agreement with you because it's very easy for someone like me to have like an absolute tank ass and be like, you know, whatever who cares like i've gained pandemic weight like i don't give a shit but that but i have not spent my you know formative years in an industry that tells me that like that absolutely goes over every last tiny like half inch of my body and telling me what i need to improve on and how i need to make it perfect and how i should look perfect all the time yeah and people like people have been making fun of her like saying oh she's disfigured when she probably just really looks like all of us but it's also like if she did that versace show and she was bigger than what she was and had lumps they would have dragged her to hell and back 
It's true. It's true. People would have been would've... very rude. Yeah, the Daily Mail, they would have had 1,200 Oh, no. Articles. And the way they would have the way they would have written about it, too, is the Daily Mail, you can always tell when they're trying to be shady now. Because, you know, like, let's say five, ten years ago, they would just say, like, it, you know, the headline would be like, ew, look at this. But now they're trying to be a little bit more subtle about it. So they'd be like, Linda Evangelista works a fresh face as she walks down the catwalk on her formerly slim pins well the, like or they say linda evangelista looks worse for wear worse for, wear. worse for wear or they love well she did in her instagram post she mentioned how the media said in a post called her unrecognizable and yes. they posted and that was the daily mail they called her unrecognizable linda evangelista cuts a unrecognizable figure as yeah. she strut down <laughs> Yeah, so they're like, Linda Evangelista once famously said she wouldn't get out of bed for anything less than $10,000 a day. But this woman looks like she'd get out of bed for anything. Okay, let's move on to the marriage of Will Smith and Jada Biggins Smith. They've been married for almost 25 years. That's There's been a lot, a lot of rumors about them. They're swingers. They have an open marriage. They're both bisexual. Uh, Will Smith had an affair with Margot Robbie when they made Focus. Uh, Was that yeah, the name of that so. movie? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Folk, let's say it's Focus. It might not be. But yeah, when they made a movie, they made a movie together. And there was a rumor that they fucked. So rumor after rumor. And like about 50 episodes ago on this podcast, <laughs> we talked about how Jada admitted to fucking someone outside her marriage. Yeah. And Jada has that Facebook talk show, um, Red, I almost call I was almost going to call it Red Carpet Talk. <laughs> red Carpet, Red Carpet Step and Turn. <laughs> they like sit on the red carpet and talk. No, it's called Red Table Talk. So she admitted that she, when she and Will Smith were on a break, like he had dumped her, she had... She got with, or she called it, had an entanglement with August Alsina, who is an R&B singer. And August is 21 years younger than Jada and friends with Jada and Will's son, Jaden. And at the time, he was kind of going through a bad moment, like he was going through a lot. And so Will and Jada let him move into the house and... When he did, he and Jada got together, and it was—I mean—it's was kind of sleazy, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not—it's not a great situation, especially when you are reminded that August was going through some stuff. He—he he needed support, but not in that way, I don't think. Yeah, he didn't need to get into an entanglement with a married woman with his friend's mom. <laughs> On top of that, yeah, he mm -hmm. d he didn't need that. But um, so she decided to get with Will, and she dumped August. They haven't spoken since. It was all a mess. Mm -hmm. Will and Jada talked about it on Red Table Talk. So Will's got a memoir coming out, and he talked to GQ about it. And in his memoirs, he doesn't really get into Jada's entanglements or gets really detailed about their marriage stuff or they're you know fucking other people or whatever mm -hmm. but he pretty much admits that they have an open marriage yeah without saying the actual words open marriage um or like 
polyamorous or anything. He heavily implies it. How do you say I'm in an open marriage without saying I'm in an open marriage? That's what he did. So he says, like, Jada's idea of marriage is not very conventional. She grew up with family members who were in unconventional marriages. And so that's what she's drawn to. So uh, that's when. So this is a little of what he said. Uh, we have given each other trust and freedom with the belief that everybody has to find their own way. And marriage for us can't be a prison. And I don't suggest our road for anybody. I don't suggest this road for anybody. Does he repeat it like that? I guess he does. (laughs) But the experience is that the freedoms that were given one another and the unconditional support to me is the highest definition of love. That translates to we fuck other people, right? Yeah, we fuck other people, but we're still married. So please do not ask ask us for getting divorced because we love each other very much. Yeah, but we're doing other people. Yes. And Will said that Jada isn't the only one who has done sex to another outside their marriage. Mm-hmm. And at first he had guilt about it because he was brought up as a Christian. He was brought up with Christian beliefs. But I'm like, uh, I a lot of hardcore Christians are hardcore sluts. Yeah, it's true. How many times do we hear about famous pastors that got caught cheating yeah. on their spouses? Yeah, I watched that Tammy Faye movie. Yeah, they all cheat on their spouses. So let's not use Christianity as some kind of barricade to hide behind Will Smith. No, Yeah, but Will, you said because of his Christian beliefs, he kind of had a hard time with it. But um, he worked with an intimacy coach to get over that. And he also said he once had dreams of having a harem of girlfriends around him. And that harem included Halle Berry and Misty Copeland. FYI. Yeah, Will Smith, by the way. Like, Will Will Smith seems really nice. I don't want to be rude about Will Smith. But I would not describe him as the type of person that I would listen to me acting like I'd be invited into this harem. I know I'm not. (laughs) I know I'm not even at the end of the driveway. But what I'm trying to say here is... I don't think... I don't think Will Smith would be the type of person that people would be thinking, oh, he already has a harem of... 21 girls but maybe i can be the 22nd girl i can't wait to be in will smith's harem no he's not like he's is he a sex symbol no right no see that's what i mean is like will smith to me seems i mean obviously he's trying to he's um, hotter now than he was like during his fresh prince days like he's hotter now i don't know will smith in fresh prince days was cute i don't know but Uh, not Hot. I would, ma- I'd maybe get involved in some type of harem entanglement with Fresh Prince Will Smith. Yeah, and like definitely Independence Day Will Smith. Yes, oh, no yes, question. Yes, yes. Men in Black. Uh, yes, I would also harem up <laughs> Men in Black Will Smith. But Hitch Will Smith or Wild yeah, Wild probably West. Yeah, you probably would. would. Even I watched the trailer for King Richard where he plays uh, Venus and Serena Williams' father. Yeah. I would get with that. I would be in the harem. Of that Will Smith, too. Oh, but Michael, you're blinded by all the... It's like 1970s style. That 1980s, made... 80s, or 90s. One of those. No, it's One not the 90s. It's not the 90s. It's 70s, 80s, Serena 20s, Williams the 1920s. Serena Williams is like or something. <laughs> so it's like the 80s. But still, the, that kind of retro styling makes everyone look at least 40% otter. Well, and also he's like, take charge, you know, so that... You know, he's like yeah. taking charge and getting shit done. 
So yeah, that, that's kind of fresh pence now. But yeah, so the, none of this is surprising because there's been rumors about them being in an open marriage. But it is kind of weird to me that they're talking about it. Yeah, because they seem like the type of people that would never, ever talk about it. Even if they were in a totally healthy open marriage, which I mean, I think that's completely valid. Like if it's a, if it's healthy for both partners, then that's fine. But what I'm trying to say here is even if they were in a super healthy open marriage, they seem like the type that would never discuss it. No, no. But I think because she has this talk show. Yeah. She's like, shit, I got to talk about things to get people to watch this talk show. And that's the other thing, because his memoir comes out in November. He's they're going to push the shit out of this on Red Table Talk. So he's going to start spilling more. I think. Do you think we're going to find out who he cheated on Jada with? I mean, it's my guess is Margot Robbie. So Margot Robbie should probably change her name. So when he says it's Margot Robbie, she's like, who's that? That's not my name. She's my like, name my is name... Becky Anderson. No, she's like, my name is Naomi McCampbell. <laughs> my... <laughs> Ch- Tristy Churlington. <laughs> I don't know who this Margot Robbie is. My name is Rargo Mobby. It's <laughs> a good name, actually. That sounds like Scooby-Doo saying Margot Robbie. That's Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Scooby-Doo presenting at the Golden Globe Awards. <laughs> Could you do an open relationship, Allison? Where we're uh, going to get to the red. This is the not the red table talk. This is the sad table talk. <laughs> the budget, the budget. IKEA table talk. <laughs> the, the IKEA end table, though. You know the IKEA table that's like the little square and it's like nine ninety nine. That one, and we got it. On, we got we got it in the ads. Yes, is so it only has three. Three legs. And there's a major chip out of the side yeah. of it. Oh, you can see the the plywood. Um, I don't think I could do an open relationship, but that's because I don't have the energy. Like, you're yeah. going to make me work twice as hard now? Like, I don't think so. I could barely handle 100%. I can't do 200%. Yeah, you you got to be you got to stretch yourself out in more yeah. ways than one, if you know what I'm saying. But um, I do. I know what you're saying. But yes, because sometimes I'm like, well, Polly seems sort of attractive because you know you can have one partner that you're really physically attractive for sex Mm -hmm. one partner that likes the same tv shows and stuff you like so you can watch tv and movies with them another partner that is like really handy another partner that knows how to pay bills yes yes or is rich but then yeah you It'll get confusing. You have to buy all them gifts. You have to remember all these birthdays. No, it's, it's too too complicated. Okay, so let's move on to movies. Mm-hmm. In the subreddit called Movies, user Lee Davis 1987 asked the question, what movie do you dislike but everyone seems to love? Mm-hmm. This thread has almost 18,000 comments. So people have thoughts. A lot of people want to get some things off their chest. And then some. And Lee Davis themselves said that the movie they don't like is Grease. Who doesn't what? like Grease? Yes. Lee, I, that's disrespectful. I, I shut the, Lee. I should have shut my browser right then and there. Lee but Davis. I did not. Michael, I'm going to give Lee Davis the benefit of the doubt here. I think that Lee Davis doesn't like Grease, but they love Grease too. That's the only explanation there is for that kind of comment. 
Well, why not both? Like that um, gif. Why don't, you can like both, but that's what it like. They're allowed to dislike Greece if they prefer Greece too. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll um, investigate that. We'll investigate that to see if they like Greece too. But I scrolled through what other people's responses were. So the responses were boyhood. Okay, that I can see. I understand. I, the Revenant. But did anyone like The Revenant? I didn't see that movie. Except Leonardo DiCaprio. He's probably the only one who liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gravity, Avatar, The Greatest Showman. That came up a few times. Uh, the, the Lady Gaga version of A Star is Born. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club came up a few times, too. Frozen, The Shape of Water, Titanic. The list goes on and on and on. Hmm. Some of those are suspect to me. Which ones are suspect? Titanic. Everyone loves Titanic. Uh, Everyone has great memories of Titanic. It's long, though. Yeah, it's long, but you can take some breaks in it and do whatever you want to do and have a snack, have a nap. You can come back to the end of it. I can see, like, I like Titanic, but I can see people not liking it. I understand. I re- I respect their choice and I understand it. Yeah, Greece I do not. So Allison, mm-hmm. what what are some of yours? Okay, so I have two. And the first one is um when I first saw Bridesmaids in the theater. Okay. I came out of it and I was like that is the dumbest fucking movie I've ever seen. It is so stupid. It is so corny. It's completely overrated. I didn't laugh once. And I felt so proud of myself too. Like, because like, it, I remember that summer, it was like, everyone was like, oh my God, Bridesmaids is such a funny movie. And I'm like, no, it's yeah. not. It's not funny. It is not a funny movie. And then I gave it a second chance and watched it a second time. And I was like, oh, Allison, you are very stupid because this movie is great. So maybe I was going through something at a time or whatever, but there was like a brief like six week window where I didn't like Bridesmaids. I've since reversed my position on that. So now you love it. I love it. I think it's so good. I love it so much. Um, But then the other one is 2001 A Space Odyssey. I don't think I've ever seen that. Don't. It's so boring. I mean, I know. uh, No, it's not even that long. But like, I'm sure people are probably yelling into their like phones right now being like oh it's so good it's a masterpiece it's a uh, elements of classic film and stanley kubrick and blah 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 but it's honestly really boring and it's pointless like here i'll tell you guess the space the spaceship is like haunted the end okay is there aliens no what no it's no a computer aliens? no it's a spaceship that is literally like the spaceship's like i'm evil oh so the spaceship it. it's like um tesla auto drive it can drive itself yeah, except that's way more fun. <laughs> There's nothing fun even about 2001. It's not. It's not. It's not interesting. And also, I think the spaceman like defeats the um, spaceship at the end. So it's like, it's not like the evil spaceship wins. It's anyways. I I sound like a complete moron, but it's over. That's my choice. So okay, what what is a movie that people like that you do not like? If you say Greece, if you say Greece. <laughs> Grace. No. Um, okay. There Will Be Blood. That oh, one, my. I love Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay. But that one was There Will Be Sleeping because it was boring. Um, all the Star Wars movies, all the Harry Potter movies, most of the Marvel movies. <laughs> We're going to lose, We're gonna lose yeah. a lot of listeners after this I episode. Mean, 
I have tried to watch Star Wars movies. I've tried to watch Harry Potter movies numerous times. All I see is the back of my eyelids. Like, I fall asleep immediately. I'll agree with you that, like, I've watched all the Star Wars and they're fine. I'm not, like, a, I'm not, like, a huge fan of them. They're okay. But I've only watched one Harry Potter movie and I couldn't do any of the other ones. No. And I they're saw boring. them. I saw two, I believe, in the theaters, and I fell asleep. I never slept better, honestly. <laughs> and and it wasn't just one of those sleeps where you kind of wake up. Through, I think I slept through the whole thing. Oh, it was like I, a hard sleep. Yes. And Restorative like I was nudged. <laughs> like, I was nudged by the, the worker with the broom, yeah. <laughs> nudging, nudging me awake. But yeah, so that and The Notebook, I was rooting against them the whole time. I hate The Notebook. I've never and seen it don't and this one's gonna get me canceled this one is definitely gonna get me canceled so it was nice working with you allison uh beetlejuice (gasps) i can't stand beetlejuice i really can't and i've tried i'm canceled this is so upsetting (laughs) hashtag cancel i'm I'm on twitter right now starting this (laughs) hashtag myself i'm like ground zero for this hashtag because this is this is a revelation i didn't want <laughs> that i didn't need to know tr- and i've tried to watch it like stoned and it's still very annoying to me I, oh my god I but even do not Michael, like beetlejuice the, okay have you not gotten to the dinner party scene yet yes i i it doesn't do anything for me listen it's my bridesmaids okay everybody's no, allowed I'm, to have bad opinions there's a right opinion <laughs> Michael, just in time for spooky season, we have some wonderful news pertaining to Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Okay, I'm ready. Do you, do you love Well, Elvira? I already know what it is, but I'll pretend like I don't. Pretend you have no idea. You have no, no idea what no I'm idea. about to suggest to you. Okay. Well, Wait, is Elvira- she in Beetlejuice? No, she's got great taste. Okay, so she's not in Beetlejuice. Wonderful. That was a joke that played only to your senses because <laughs> thank you. No one thank else's. That joke was just for you. So Elvira, aka Cassandra Peterson, aka Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. So she's got a memoir, much like Will Smith has a memoir coming out. Except I will probably read this one. It's called Yours Cruelly, Elvira. That's she a great reveals title. it's so good. So she revealed that Elvira has had a girlfriend for nineteen years. I shouldn't say Elvira because that Elvira is the character. Um, and Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, is horny for everyone. Yeah, she's married to the night. Exactly. Um, and if she was to have an actual physical marriage, I would say it was would probably be with her boob surgeon. But Cassandra Peterson, um, she was married to a guy for 25 years. They split up. And then she met her current partner, Teresa, uh, nicknamed T., Weirson at the gym and they fell in love and she's they've been in a relationship for 19 years Elvira has not said anything about her relationship until now because she was scared about what her fans were gonna think yeah which yeah it's that's sad. to be yeah it's sad it's very sad and but not to get all truth not to get all insidery mm-hmm. but years ago I had mm-hmm. heard that Elvira was in a relationship with her assistant. And okay. I thought it was kind of known. So I thought she was already out, kind of. Right. I thought well, it maybe was she... already known. But I think it was kind of like she wasn't hiding it. 
but hiding right. it, like hiding it, if that right. makes sense. No, I know what you mean. It's like out, but not on paper. Yes. But now yeah, she's yeah. out on paper. But you know what really sh- shocked me about this? What? Elvira is, what, 70 years old? 70, I know. Ca- sorry, Cassandra shocking. Peterson. Elvira is ageless. Ageless because she's Pe- dead. Yeah. Yeah. Cassandra Peterson is 70 and looks younger than me. If you, if Sorry. Cassandra Peterson, if I ran into her in person and she told me that she was 30 years old, I'd be like, no way, you're 28. Stop lying. Yeah, if, yeah, if I was a, um, uh, if I worked at 7-Eleven and she came in and wanted to buy cigarettes, I'd have to card her. Yes. If Elvira told me that she'd been in a relationship with her girlfriend, Teresa, for 19 years, I'd be like, oh, that's cute. You guys started dating when you were 10? Yeah. If, if, I, if, I, if I worked at a movie theater and Elvira came in and bought a kid's ticket for herself, six and under, I wouldn't question it. That's how young <laughs> she looks. You'd be like, but what movie are you going to see? Yeah. Because this one's parental guidance. This is PG-13. <laughs> So Anderson Cooper has a son. His name is Wyatt Cooper. He's a baby. He's almost two. Um, and he's not going to get any inheritance, Michael. Woe is him. What is he ever going to do? He, it's not like he has a leg up in life and is going to go to the great, you know, the best schools and the best universities and has great connections. Has Kelly Ripa, who is richer than fuck, as an auntie. What is he going to exactly. do, Allison? I don't know. I'm crying for him right now. I don't have enough Kleenex nearby to dab at my eyes. Anderson Cooper said that he, um, his parents also told him that they weren't going to, excuse me, his mom told him that she wasn't going to leave him any money. Um, And they, Anderson Cooper said that basically he had college paid for and then he was on his own. And he said he'll be doing the same thing for his son, Wyatt. So Wyatt will have college paid for and then, sorry, Wyatt. Yeah. But yeah, and Anderson's mom, if you don't know, was... Uh, Gloria Vanderbilt of the Vanderbilt. So that was old, 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 old money. Dusty money. And Anderson Anderson allegedly didn't get any of it. But Anderson Cooper's worth $200 million. So he's barely making ends meet, but he is making ends meet. Anderson Cooper has some very wealthy friends, like you pointed out, Kelly Ripa. So his hydro bill will always be paid. Yeah. And why, why, and you know, why it deserves something for having to be around Uncle Andy Cohen. Anderson Cooper should throw him something. College plus a post-graduate. Therapy is covered. (laughs) So Angelina Jolie in The weekend might be dating again. Mm -hmm. Allegedly. Rumors. Allegedly. Not not, uh, substantiated. So in the summer, Angelina Jolie in The weekend were seen at the restaurant, the Italian restaurant Giorgio Baldi which I've never been, but I love that name. It sound, It doesn't sound like a restaurant to me. It sounds like a clothing store. Absolutely it does. But do you know who I know who I always picture running it? A Stanley bald Tucci. man named George. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, a bald man named Stanley Tucci. <laughs> Him being Clubs. like his alter ego. Clubs. My name is yeah. Giorgio Baldi. So over the weekend, they were seen having dinner again together. And Angelina Jolie was also seen at um, the same concert as The weekend in the summertime as well. And nobody knows what's going on between them. What do you think is going on? Well, some people say business. I don't know what, but I, they're fucking. What do you, what do you, what do you think is going on, Allison? Ideally in a perfect world, they would be fucking. 
um, but in a convoluted backwards world, they're just meeting up for dinner and they're getting attention for it. So every like four months, they'll be seen at dinner and people are like, what the hell's going on with them? And that's it. Do you think she calls him? What do you think she calls him? Abel or the or Wiki? Wiki. 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 Yeah, Wiki. <laughs> Wiki. Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the dumbest name. <laughs> um, so, Michael, you go to Disneyland, or you have been to Disneyland. I probably haven't been in 15 years, but yeah, I used to work there, and I had a season pass for a couple of you years. You used so, to yeah. work there? Yeah, I've told that story. I was a janitor there. I didn't last I'd, long. Wow, I don't remember that. Maybe I've got, like, a brain thing. But you were a janitor. Where did, where did you clean mostly? Main Street. That was my corner. I worked Main Street mostly. Coke, Coke's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Coke's Corner. Did you get to meet Mickey? Oh, yeah, all the time. And I, I think I told the story about how I auditioned to be a character, to be Goofy. <gasps> goofy. It's because you're tall. Yeah, that that's it. That's yeah. it. But yeah, I didn't get the job. Too much charisma. They were like, yes, Goofy too much. needs to be more boring. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't see Goofy. They saw me. So they're like, you got to tone it down. So we're not talking about your previous job at Disneyland. That's another another episode. But in Disneyland, there's a ride called Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin. Have you been on it? It's like a tax. It's a taxi ride. It's oh, like yes. indoors. It's dark. Right. It's in so, Toontowns. Yes, I've been on it, that. Exactly. So um, there was a part of... The cartoon spin where the weasels had captured a car and Jessica Rabbit was tied okay. up in the trunk of the car and her like little legs are kicking and it's it's an animatronic kind of thing. Disney decided, well, here's the official statement. They wanted to make the ride more relevant. So they've taken Jessica Rabbit out of the trunk of the car and they've just replaced it with some barrels of paint stripper. And Jessica Rabbit, they've kind of given her like what I would, uh, what I would call like a not prob, what they think is a not problematic makeover. So Jessica Rabbit now wears a trench coat and a little private investigator hat, and there's this whole explanation at the beginning of the ride now that states that Jessica Rabbit is now a private investigator. She's Toontown's most recently graduated from you know the PI Institute, and like that's not Jessica Rabbit anymore. Some people are mad about this because they think, yes. oh, Disney's, there goes Disneyland getting woke again. But she still looks hot. She looks extremely sexy in that she's wearing a trench coat that is like tight. So it's not like it's this dumpy trench coat. It fits no. her perfectly. It is tailored. No, I don't know if it makes sense within the story. No, it makes no sense. And you know why it also doesn't make sense? Because mm. I was looking through pictures of Jessica Rabbit before we start recording this. She has no nose. Like, she has <laughs> no nose. How is she going to sniff out those clues? <laughs> she, she doesn't have a nose, Allison. <laughs> yeah, she can't do it. All she can do, all she can look good in the trench coat, but that's yeah. it. Roger and Toontown are screwed. <laughs> She's yeah. not going to solve any crimes. <laughs> so... On October 9th, uh, Saturday Night Live is being hosted by, drum roll please, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Price is right, losing horn, please. 
<laughs> so um, SNL announced the first uh, like three or four hosts of the season. And on the second episode is going to be Kim Kardashian, who has uh, never hosted the show. I don't know if she's ever acted in a sketch before. Um, well, she's acted on her reality show. I mean, she acts all the time. She is an actress. She's a type of actress. Yes, because yeah. she's acting. She's being playing a part all the entire time. Her yes. her whole existence. Exactly. So we ha- we can explain it away. Deborah Messing cannot. So after this news came out, Deborah Messing went on Twitter <laughs> and she was like, "And here's my quote: Why Kim Kardashian? I mean, I know she's a cultural icon, but <laughs> SNL has hosts generally who are performers who performers who are there to promote a film, TV show, or album launch. Am I missing something? Well, did, did she not see when Donald Trump hosted Elon Musk? A ton of football players, right? A million politicians. Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) And I don't know how she got away with calling her a cultural icon. Like, I I didn't, I thought we weren't allowed to spread misinformation on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter Twitter hasn't flagged that or taken it down yet, which is... Ban her. Ban Deborah. (laughs) Susan Sarandon's like, yeah, ban Deborah (laughs) Messing. Do it. (laughs) Do it now. (laughs) Oh, boy. And finally, Michael, have you seen the video this week that went viral of a steak that was covered in gold? Yes, I have seen So a lot of people have. Um, There was a video that was posted to TikTok of this woman who went out for dinner and she ordered. It's the one and only Gemma Collins. Oh, my God. Okay, so we're talking about like two different golden steak stories here. This was a woman in Atlanta who got a golden steak and it was like a $600 steak covered in 24 karat gold leaf. Gemma Collins also, she went to the um, nurse at Steakhouse in London, which is the steakhouse owned by Salt Bay. The, okay. You know, the guy who like sprinkles the salt with his hand shaped kind of like a flamingo. And hers was, um, well, what it worked out to be was an $850 gold leafed steak. How much is and the Atlanta one? The Atlanta one was, um, they offer three different types of steaks covered okay. in gold, ranging from, I think, about $350 to $600. Okay, and so the it's one cheaper than in London. Much cheaper. London is very expensive. So the one in London was, theirs range, I think, from like $650 to $850. But Gemma Collins ended up getting the very expensive, I believe it was like a tomahawk steak covered in gold leaf and people are obviously freaking out about it because if you have ever worked with gold leaf before first of all you can buy it at hobby lobby for like 15 bucks or michael's crafts or joanne crafts you can get it from any craft store amazon can probably sell you it for 10 bucks it doesn't taste like anything have you tasted it (laughs) well yeah because it's edible doesn't taste like anything i don't think i've ever tasted it it has no taste. Now, listen, okay. I don't know if I ate edible gold leaf. <laughs> I ate craft gold leaf in art school. But I assume it's all the same. It's gold. Okay. It's all made from, it's from this, it's single origin. We know, I know the ingredients, gold. <laughs> like, whether it's edible or not, it's the same. So the one they use, like, at the steakhouses, they use the gold leaf from Michael's? Pretty much, yeah. No. They yes. Have- 
they probably get one that's like certified edible but yeah it's it's craft it's craft store gold leaf it literally is twenty dollars worth of gold leaf put on a steak and then they charge six hundred dollars for it oh my god we're in the wrong business we should have went into the gold steak business well i don't know if we can afford steaks oh yeah no we'll get them at costco yeah, or we can go to McDonald's and get like a 20-pack of McNuggets and put some gold leaf on it. Yeah, or Steakums. Steakums. <gasps> we'll get Steakums and yeah, gold leaf. We'll just spray paint it gold. <laughs> <laughs> someone will buy it. I'm sure someone yeah. will buy it. Gemma Collins, she will buy it. that brings us to the end of the show but before we go we'd like to ask if if you haven't rated and reviewed us yet please do uh, if you have a question for us if you want to drag allison for hating 2001 a space odyssey and if you want to drag me because i know you do for hating beetlejuice and you, you should because you should because that's a bad thing to dislike but <laughs> yeah it's the gmail i don't think can handle the the hate mail from our two listeners no. who probably both love Beetlejuice. It's probably their favorite movies. But yeah, you can email us at DTP at delisted.com. DTP at delisted.com. That ends the show. Till next week. Beetlejuice, 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 Beetlejuice. See, I can't even say it. It's three only, times. And it's only three. <laughs> you need to watch it again. You need to watch it I'll, again. I'll watch it again. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>